Hey everybody, we got Dr. Christina here with us. How are you doing, Dr. Christina? I'm doing great on this Friday evening. It's nice to be here with you. Yeah, same. Um, so you're an author of a new book. Uh, it's the Ultimate Fertility Guide. How's that go? How's that going? You're a fertility doctor or a specialist, right? Yeah, I'm a holistic fertility doctor, actually, and um, it's been going well. It's like 20 years in the making, and I, you know, get asked a lot of questions. I have my own fertility podcast. I I see patients every day and I thought I would just wrap up all this information and experience into one guide and, and put it out there. That's awesome. So what was the most challenging thing about writing a book? Have you wrote, have you written other books? Is this not the, uh, the first rodeo for you? Have you done other stuff? Oh, that is a great question. Um, writing a book is a horrendous task. It was, uh, oh man, it, it just, it takes forever. And I think it takes a certain type of person to be able to like sit and concentrate Sure. Just bang out that information. So I think it was like really like this sitting on my butt for like hours and hours and, and just, and, and like getting to the finish line. And, and, and it was years, mind you, by the way, this was not like, this was not like a couple months, like, you know, turn it around and, and throw it out. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so, said, so was this like a pandemic special? Have you was like when did you kind of start saying hey i should write all this stuff down i've done a lot of cool stuff i've like good experience i could really help people like when was that yeah well you know so like my mission is to educate i, I run a wellness institute in new york city and and it's and like my sort of like slogan is uh empowerment through knowledge and so I just feel like the like holistic or complementary medical realm is very underrepresented. We're very Western medicine centric, which is fine. You know, there's been a lot of amazing advances, but I feel like people are dealing with a lot of health conditions that are not addressed effectively through Western sure. medicine. And so I, and, and people just don't know what their options are. So they keep going back to the doctor, they take this medication, they do this procedure, nothing's working, they're actually getting worse. And so I, I just felt the need to put something out there to be like, hey, Western medicine's great, we're so lucky to have it, but don't neglect the basics. Like, here's how your body works. Um, here's what you need to eat or avoid to be healthy. Here are some of the things that go wrong, like that start misfiring internally. Here are the various categories of alternative medicine and what they're good for and how you use them. Um, so, so that kind of thing, just like really getting the information out there on, you know, what the options are, how you use them, how, you know, you yourself can get educated on your body. Obviously, this this book is geared towards women and, you know, reproductive health hormones. Um, so how they can get savvy about about what's going on in their body and take charge. That's awesome. So what, so I, I'm in kind of the age range where folks are starting to have children. And I know several of my friends have either reached out to fertility specialists or otherwise, are there, is there any advice you can give folks? I mean, not to give away your book, right? I'm sure there's a bunch of good advice. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's over 300 pages, so it'd be hard to cover all yeah. of that in this session. And I'm totally, I'm an open book. I, I give away tons of free information all the time. Cause I just, I just feel like I, I, I it really, it, it really, is great for me. I feel really good sharing the information. Yeah. So happy to divulge as much free information as possible. Tips I would give are to get informed. Um, so when people start reaching out to a fertility doctor, what they're thinking is, 
okay, good. I don't, this is not my responsibility anymore. I'm seeing a fertility doctor now. So I'm going to give the responsibility to them and they're going to get me pregnant. That's literally what people tell me. Like I'm just, I'm going to go see the fertility doctor and then science is going to get me pregnant and it's not yeah. on me anymore. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so there's a reason why you're not getting pregnant in the first place. Um, and there are some times where science can help. And there are a lot of times where actually it, it won't help that much. Um, so to really get informed, to start, you know, working on stuff yourself, like making sure that you're not over-exercising, that you're not under-exercising, that you're eating right, that you're getting enough rest, that you're not, you know, overly stressed out, like attend to the basics first and then, you know, move on to the fertility doctor. If you've already started with the fertility doctor, ask lots of questions. Um, you know, ask them about their experience with your case, ask them about the various different options, research those options, ask them what the pros and cons are. So don't just, you know, willy nilly go and be like, okay, I'm going to do whatever you tell me to doctor, like actually understand what the process is, understand what your role is, understand what you could be doing for yourself, um, to improve the odds of success. Because what, if you look at the, at the success rates of fertility treatment, you'll see that they're abysmally low. Yeah. And that, and that is what is going to tell you that if there, if, this is the time to integrate other things in that are, that are going to up your odds of success. Sure. Sure. That makes a ton of sense. So what kind of sparked your interest in kind of, um, I guess, Chinese medicine or Eastern medicine, we're not maybe kind of away from the Western stuff. You know what I mean? What, what kind of sparked that curiosity? Yeah. I, 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 when I was a, a teenager, I just started having like weird health problems. Like I was really tired all the time. My body ached, I had acne. Like it was, and like doctors were just like, I, I don't know what's wrong with you. Like they literally, I know I was like falling asleep in class. My teachers hated me because they just thought I was ignoring them. And I was like, no, I'm just so tired. Like I can't right. function. Yeah. And, um, and so I had these like, you know, so I had all these crazy health things going on and, and no doctor was able to solve them. Nobody guided me on nutrition. I, I wasn't given any information. So I went for years, just like kind of surviving. I could have been, you know, living a better quality life. And then in my late teens, I started seeing a naturopath. Um, I started becoming very interested in Eastern traditions. So I was actually doing martial arts. I got really into Kung Fu and Tai Chi I was watching a lot of Kung Fu movies where there was like an acupuncturist and, and, and you know, herbalist there and, and they would do all these cool exercises to bring health. So I was really into all of that and I started doing acupuncture and it just, like it was like magic. It was like my knees would hurt and I would go to acupuncture and then my knees wouldn't hurt anymore. Um, and like I would have acne and I would drink herbs or do acupuncture go away like it, it, yeah. was, it was literally like a magic sauce so <laughs> this is like this is like 20 years ago now i came upon it pretty early and <clears throat> you know most people when they go into career they think about like how to make money and whatever i just back then i was like oh this is really cool i'm just gonna do this yeah. um so so yeah I, I i dove in i studied chinese medicine i i went to china i loved being there i lived in kung fu monasteries i you know, did the whole kill bill thing and uh yeah, and also without the killing of the bill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm a, and like, yeah. you know, I just like did all my like carried my rocks on my head and whatever. Um but uh but yeah I I had a had a great time and 
and saw a lot of amazing work done with the form of medicine that I practice. And I practice it to this day. And I'm very happy that I found it for myself, for my own health, for that of my family and for all the patients that I serve. That's awesome. So um, where can folks find the book? I guess probably should plug that too. Like where is it everywhere? Is it Amazon? Is it, where's the. Yeah. Right now it's, it's all over the place. It's yeah. Target, it's Amazon, it's uh, Walmart, you know, it's for pre-sale. It's actually not fully launched sure. yet. It's sure. uh, you know, it's, it, it'll be out there soon, but, uh, but yeah, no, it's available in all of the usual sure. online venues and to be in bookstores uh, March 21st. That's awesome. So, are you doing an audiobook? And if so, are you the are you gonna be the voice actor for I am so about doing an audiobook. I have to confirm that with the publisher because I basically consume all my books through oh, audio. Yeah. I'm a big fan. Yeah. Totally. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like I may want to hire a narrator or something. People could find my voice annoying. You never know. <laughs> I really like when the author reads it though. I, I appreciate when the author reads like their thing. It's true. It's true. Hi, and I'm very affected by whoever is narrating the book. Like there are some where I'm like, oh God, you're really annoying. And I, I just, I love this information, but I just can't handle right. the sound of your right. voice. And it hurts it. So I'd almost want to like interview a bunch of people to like pick the exact right person <laughs> who doesn't have like even a tinge of Valley Girl or anything annoying right. in there and get them to narrate it. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, that's, that's a good question. I'm so about the audiobook. It hasn't been confirmed yet. I wish it was. Um, I gotta sell a bunch of copies of this and convince them, I guess. I, I sure hope so. Are you going to let's think about it because you have a podcast? Are you gonna read like excerpts on your podcast? I mean, that could be a way to do kind of piecemeal your audiobook out there if you don't do an audiobook, audiobook, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's a cool way of doing it for sure. Yeah, like yeah. just like a chapter or a, a couple of pages at a time type of deal. Yeah, and you know what? You know, as a podcast producer and having to plan out the content, you know, <laughs> it's <laughs> nice to just have that. Okay, well, I know exactly what I'm pumping yeah. out for the next year, basically. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like two um, years of content. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. So, so you yeah, know, I I've actually done a lot of glimpses of um of the content of my book in my podcast. Sure. Uh, you know, I talk a lot about nutrition there. I just, it's more like it, the, the good thing about a book is that it's all wrapped up in one place, you know, like you've got mm -hmm. all the, that's why it's called the ultimate fertility guidebook is because yeah. it's like everything there in one handy book and that's it. Whereas like you scroll through my podcast or I'm sure yours and it's like yeah. hundreds of episodes of, yeah. you know, like, okay, I'm going to, you know, take a little here, take a little there, which is amazing because for our highly, you know, attention deficit disorder society, uh, just being able to listen to, you know, like bite size audio is is nice. It's a nice thing. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan of just yeah, piecemealing it. Eight ten minute things is great. Um, yeah, yeah sorry. No, no, no. It's great. I, I, I love the I love the shorty but goodies. You know, yeah. just like get right to the point. Get that information out there. Um, you know, but, but then I know that some people are like, Hey, my commute's 30 minutes. So right. Yeah. Deliver me a, a yeah. 30 minute session. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Yeah. Uh, so you mentioned your podcast or what's your, what's your podcast and like, how's that been going? How's, do you have 10,000 old episodes that people can kind of binge? Um, I wouldn't say 10,000. I have, uh, I have a couple hundred. It's called the fertility in focus podcast. Cool. Uh, I'm, and, and it's obviously on the topic of fertility. Like I go, I interview a bunch of experts. We talk about fertility stuff. It get, it goes pretty deep. 
um, launching one next week about COVID and fertility, very controversial sure. topic. Um, so I, I like to, I like to kind of keep it real and, and push the boundaries of, of, you know, conventional thinking about things, which is fun for me. Actually starting another podcast with um, a patient and dear friend who was, who was the female lead on Million Dollar Listing New York. And uh, she's super into wellness and she went through my method and conceived her kids. So um, together we're starting a podcast where I'm like the expert and she's, you know, the woman who's lived it and we just do wellness tips every week. And that's going to be more of like general wellness and how to optimize your game as an entrepreneur type of podcast. Oh, that's awesome. That should be a lot of fun. Yeah. Apparently I love talking because yeah. <laughs> I want to pump out more and more. That's incredible. Um, yeah. when, when do you plan on pumping out the first episode? With the two of you? That one, I would say we're aiming for mid-March, you know, which could turn into the beginning of April, but let's hope, let's hope it's mid-March, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I totally get it. I think of a video, then six months later, I was like, "Oh, were we gonna do that?" Oh, eventually. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, totally. No, no, we were. We actually recorded one. It's like all the little things that go into podcast producing, like you know, getting the photo of the two of us and having that. It's just you know, it's it's a to do. But it's. I'm gonna sure be you're great. both very busy people, right? That's the word. Scheduling is hard when it's multiple people, right? If it's just you, you can do figure out your own schedule, right? Oh man. Yeah, today today I just snuck away from my kids and went to my office and you know made some notes and pumped out a podcast. It was great. Yeah, yeah. I I also I feel like you need like a little bit of quiet space sometimes to really um, you know birth some good concepts too. Sure. So not just sure. a bunch of blabber because there are a lot of podcasts that are just fluff like people are yeah. talking and they're not going anywhere and it's like a waste right yeah. so i definitely want to deliver like good like like content with substance and and generally the reviews on my podcast are like she gets right to the point and it's the same thing in my book i just get right to the point like here's the information take it no fluff that's awesome um what is it? so the guidebook it now is it primarily um is it, is is it all women centric? Is there is there tips for men then in there? Like kind of sprinkled in for fertility for men? Because I know some men do like want to focus on that too, right? I have some friends that are trying to figure that out for themselves. Oh well, then you have very evolved male friends because well, men, right? I, they just want a kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Men are generally not very involved at all. So you used the perfect word when you said sprinkled. Yes, I sprinkle the man stuff in there um, because it's really important. Actually, the it's like two sides of the same, you know embryo the one that makes the baby and the male side is not focused on at all um generally fertility doctors are OBGYNs, which are like female reproductive specialists that have done two years extra training to become reproductive endocrinologists and their focus is on the female reproductive system sure. and most of the science is directed for the female reproductive system and if there's a problem with the fertility it must be the woman um yeah, yeah i know it's it's, it's garbage right yeah. It's 50-50 that type of stuff, I imagine, right? Yeah, but they continue to deny it's 50-50, yeah. and they actually say, like, oh, only 10%, 10. They're telling, saying 10% of the quality of an embryo that turns into a baby is attributed to the man. 
Um, so if there's no pregnancy, if there's a problem getting pregnant, then maybe like it's only 10% men. And then you have others that are saying, no, it's at least 30%. And then others that are saying 50%, like, what is it? I, I, I'm kind of like, if you're trying for a baby, you're both trying, yeah. both, you know, get on the same page and like do the things, right? Like guy can't be chugging 600 beers a night and smoking a bunch of pot, destroying his sperm, right? <laughs> not, not fair. Yeah. Um, and, and, and maybe not going to go anywhere either. Also, what's happening that's really interesting in this day and age is like um, the, the issue, like COVID is hurting sperm a lot. Um, oh, it's the virus itself is hurting. The virus COVID. itself. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah, the virus itself. It's like, it's pretty hard on sperm. Um, is that so, different than like a normal, like other, I don't know, I forget what's the equivalent virus. Are like flu and stuff hard on sperm too? Like if you have the flu, like, you know what I mean? Like, is it? It can be. Yeah, yeah. so so anything that spikes a big fever, like okay. for a man, like fever destroys sperm. Basically, anything that cooks your testicles destroys sperm. I do try so to avoid that. So yeah. the advice given to men is like, don't put your cell phone in your pocket, don't put your laptop on your lap, don't wear too tight of underwear, don't go in hot tubs, don't go in saunas. Like basically, don't heat up your boys, right? Is this specifically around, sorry to interrupt you, is this specifically around the time frame of when to have a child or is this just a g generic, like, just don't do it? So it's in general, like you don't really want to do that, but yeah. like it's more specific to if you want to have functioning sperm that can swim and pen penetrate an egg, don't sure. do those things. Yeah. Okay. And so when you have a viral infection, um, it, it kills a lot of sperm and can make them like, have like weird shaped heads or tails that can't swim and they can't get to their destination kind of thing. And um, so the advice of a lot of uh, urologists is to wait like three months, which is a long time for the sperm to regenerate. Yeah. And, but the thing is with COVID, it's like ultra weird because COVID leaves behind a lot more inflammation for whatever reason for some people yeah. um, and seems to attack things at a, a deeper level there are certainly other other viruses that can do it but it's just that you know since we're in this era it seems to be kind of dramatic yeah so does it have a similar impact on the, the female body like does it does it impact like eggs or anything like that when it comes to it or is it just specifically sperm and the fact that it's a fever and cooking sperm no, it does affect women yeah. too, but like it's unclear because with men, it's like you can basically they have the viral infection and then you can take a look at their sperm a week later and they're like in bad shape, right? Sure, sure. But with a female egg, it's not so easy. Like to check out sperm, like you produce an ejaculate, you put it under a microscope, yeah. there you go, right? Um, with woman's physiology, you have to like the egg has to grow and then you have to extract the egg and then it's like still hard to tell once you extract it and look at it like does it fertilize or doesn't it and it's also like the um, uh, uterine lining that can be affected too so there's a lot of like implantation failure like people not getting pregnant and they don't know why yeah so so definitely there's an impact there's a there's always going to be an impact from immune related things on sure. fertility. Um, so we're just in a really weird era of that. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, it makes me think of like through time, like the, the people with the, with the, the black plague, like the whole, like how many other like pandemics have like had weird fertility issues 
suit. Cut, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I just thought about that. Yeah, that's actually a cool thought. I haven't like dove into that, but it'd be interesting mm -hmm. to see the research and see if like the population kind yeah, of like, like birth defects or like lack of like something like right at like post like Spanish flu or something. You know? Totally. Like is like did the yeah like rates of reproduction go down? Like did suddenly mm -hmm. people stop reproducing as much? And like and yeah like were there more defects because they are showing that there like there can be some risk with COVID too. Like for a lot of people, it is just like a flu. Like it comes and it yeah. goes, or it barely does anything, right? And then there's some for some people, it 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 does more. Yeah, yeah. So it's always curious, like who gets to be put like on an incubator, whatever that in in it innovated is it the right word? Oh, you know, yeah, like, 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 or not, right? But oh uh, well, that that was a that was a whole yeah, other thing. different thing. Yeah, it's a different uh, thing. That yeah. was like a that was like a don't go to the hospital yeah. uh, or you're gonna die. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, like that was like a, like maybe there should have been a different approach. That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> um. <laughs> um, fair enough. Um, yeah. Shoot, so. I was like, is there, when's a good time to reach out to someone like in your clinic? Is it right when there's someone's trying to like have a child or is it like six months prior to starting the, like the process or like in the middle of it? You know what I mean? Like when's the right time to reach out to someone like you or in that field? So I like, I love the people who are like, I'm planning on conceiving in three to six months and I just want to get my body into a good, in my mind, into a yeah. good place. And I'm coming to you for you to tell me what to do and get me ready. Those people are awesome and they're going to be pregnant super fast. Um, and, uh, and th but there are barely any of those. Like yeah. that's not who I see. I see the people who have like had a zillion failures um, and, and like they're coming to me because they've exhausted all options. Their doctor sure. said, oh, just, you know, go see Dr. Christina because we don't know what to do with you anymore kind yeah. of thing. Um, so, you know, the time to reach out in my opinion is, is when you're starting to think about it and, you know, you want to sort of like get your life in order and organize things. But like the day and age that we live in, it's sort of like, oh, okay, cool. It's time to have a baby. Let's check this box. Let's just start trying. Yeah. Nobody's preparing anything. Like they're just kind of like making it literally another thing on their to-do list and then are bewildered when it doesn't work and like feel really, really thrown off. Uh, so, so I would say, you know, preconception planning is a great idea. That's what you're referring to with like, mm -hmm. like three to six months out. Um, and in the very least, if that's not on the docket, then, you know, when you reach out to a fertility doctor should also be a good time to reach out to someone in my field to help you along. Because honestly, the amount of women who get pregnant just from doing some acupuncture sessions or changing their diet a little bit, it's, it's a lot, it's a high proportion. And, and so the ultimate guide to fertility, it's probably always a good time to buy your book, but like, is it especially good six months prior to starting or trying to conceive? Is it the same time frame? Yeah. I mean, I, I do say that early in the book. I'm like, if you can, if you have this in your hands early on, that's great. But there's, it's sort of like the first section of the book or like the first couple chapters are body basics. Like here's how your hormones work. Here's how you like nail the window. Ha ha. And, you know, and, uh, and, and you get this to happen. And then it's sort of like, and if you've been there, done that, and you've been trying, here's the section of the book you focus on. Um, because, 
because you know it's we're moving on to the next stage. We're we're going deeper with this. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so my last question. I don't want to take up too much of your time on this Friday evening, but uh, have you ever thought about? And maybe you already are. Like maybe if it's a, a kind of a, a guidebook or a Shavuot guide or like a checklist thing, making it like an app. So like it's almost like. If you're in like, you know, those like fertility trackers, like if it, if it falls into the category of your book, you make like a calendar, like these are the different sections you should read, like the, the tips and stuff. I was just thinking about it while we were talking. It's like, this would be probably a pretty cool like mobile app. You know what I mean? Like, in it terms would be of, so cool. Yeah, you know, like have so a calendar cool. up and then, yeah. Totally. You know, you know what it is? It's like, I, I have all of these things, these yeah. things that would, I would love to happen. Yeah. And yeah. then it just, oh to have so many people under me doing all the things right yeah. and uh it would be a game changer but yeah no, no no i i would love to do that i think it'd be really cool because it would it would match up with the book really well and um you'd be able to track things yeah. you know like women have a cycle that you track very easily in an app and you know some of the things to think about at the different times of month or what you're doing so i, I think it would be amazing I need some really great executors to team up yes. with me so that yeah. I can be like, this is what you got to make. You make it. And I just need to like step back. I need to step back from another huge project because that's what that would be. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Be just as <laughs> yeah. well as the book, I would imagine. Um, yeah. I it goes like I think and like from what I understand from friends who have done it because like you know like in New York it's like tons of innovators and people doing that stuff and I think like everywhere not just here and the friends I've had that have done it have sort of told me about some of the things that they've run into and it definitely makes it seem like 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 you have to be ready to ready to take that on yeah yeah oh for sure for sure is there okay? Sorry, I said I said last question, but I lied. Is there um, is there a thing you're doing in the future? Is there something? Is there another project you're like kind of eyeballing? Like you did this book. Is there another book? Or are you like, hey, I'm gonna take a break. I'm gonna take a breath, and we're gonna kind of focus on your practice and kind of go from there. Yeah. So I mean, I'm one of those people that loves you know taking on new stuff, even if it's bad for me. Um, I find <laughs> it inspiring. I love to keep moving forward, you know, and then I just like, you know, I'm like, why did I do that? Why did I do another thing? Uh, but so when I, I, you know, finally got the publisher and that was a whole feat in of itself and what have you, and, and, you know, was over the editing of staying up all night, dealing with that. I was like, I was like, nope, one book's good. Don't need to do another book. I'm <laughs> yeah. done. And then just last week when I got the book, in my hands, like I, I, the box arrived at my door and I opened the box and I took out the That's book. Fun. Yeah. I was like, whoa, I was like, this feels really good. Yeah. I was like, I'm doing another one. And so, <laughs> you know, I think what I won't do maybe next time is write another ultimate guide because yeah. the ultimate guide, you know, like it, it, it makes it so it, it's, you're doing a deep dive. Yeah. Like I, I yeah. maybe, I wrote a very robust book for my first one. So, I might make something a little bit more of a micro topic. Sure. Um, I'm going to write one on mood and hormones and just like mood in general, um, how to manage it with natural methods. I've been seeing a lot of mood issues these days. So sure. that would be a cool one to do. I want to have an online membership so that people can go and chat with each other and get the information off of there. I, I guess it would be like the app that you're talking about. Yeah. Like it's on my list. Um, it's just a matter of getting, getting it done. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'd like the project of, 
you know, living in Europe for a little while. That's a good project. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where, 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 where are we going? Where, what's the thing? Where, where are you moving? <laughs> the Italian or French countryside or Portugal sounds great. Sweet. You know, yeah. like I consider that another project. But career-wise, for sure, um, I think I think I'll take a little bit of a break from writing yeah. for just this minute. And sitting on my tush and just and, and just enjoy my kids and enjoy my clinic, enjoy this book and and you know just relish in in this and in just like reaching you know the the final sure. point of this one. Yeah. True. Now, you know, I keep smiling, but book signings. Are you doing anything like that? Like, are, are you going to go certain places and kind of do meet and greets and like that, or anything that folks can kind of earmark if they're near you? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like, I don't have anything completely booked yet. I'm waiting for uh, the weather to get nice to yeah. have a book release party. Cause I want to do a rooftop thing in New York. That's fun. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, I'll definitely put that out there. You know, everyone's invited, including you, Justin. Oh, thanks. Um, and, uh, and so I'm going to do that. I will be doing signings at various bookstores and, but you know, dates, TBD. I, I get invited to speak at a variety of wellness events, so I'll be sure. doing those. Um, so there'll be some travel, there'll be some local stuff. You know, lots going on in New York, so there'll definitely be some stuff here. But um, I'll be doing some bi-coastal visits, and and yeah, I definitely plan to get out there. The cool thing now is that you know we can do so much virtually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you know, I have a lot of. You know, amazing sessions like this plan where I just get to talk with a great person and, yeah. and you know, like you have their audience tune in and, and share, share a message of, of empowerment through knowledge sure. for women and, yeah. and some, and some gents. Yeah, yeah, a sprinkling of men. Cool. Well, it was wonderful having you, Dr. Christina. Um, thanks for, thanks for joining us and uh, have a good day, everybody.